0: Thank you. And Boston. I'm... There was just enough of a delay there that I didn't think it was coming.
1: I'm your husband host, Travis McElroy. And I'm your wife host, Teresa McElroy. And you're listening to and watching
0: Schmanners. It's
1: Extraordinary Etiquette. For
0: Ordinary occasions. Hello, my dog. Hello, dear. How are you? Yeah? Happy to be here?
1: I am happy to be here. These have become um, quite few and far between, and so I'm nervous all over again.
0: Oh, you mean like doing live shows? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I get that. Not coming to Boston, which is, aside from Huntington, the place we have done the most live shows.
1: We love being in Boston. I think of it as kind of my town. (laughs) You know what we love? We love that Boston Aquarium. That is true. But
0: And this is not a joke. I also love the Old North Church. I know that this sounds like powder. I know how it sounds. But just the idea, and I said to Bibi, the look on her face resonates within me. I said to Bibi, that building is 300 years old, and she has no concept of time, but that's a big number. And she went, whoa. <laughs> and then right next door to the Old North Church is a very old cemetery. And mm-hmm. I said, and there's a cemetery. And she said, wow, well, yeah, let's hear for cemeteries. Big cemetery fans in the audience. Uh, and she said, what's the cemetery? And I said, it's where you bury dead people. And then she and it's an old cemetery, mind you. And she said, well, why are they dead? And my only answer was, because they were born <laughs> 300 years ago?
1: We don't have time to talk about I, this. I don't know, but... Oh, it's
0: a big question. Yeah, uh, uh, population
1: control? I don't know, man. I don't know what to tell you. It was a lot easier to explain the fish of the aquarium.
0: Yeah, she gets that. Yeah. Hey, so... That's what we're talking about? No, 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 we're not. (laughs) Okay, great.
1: I mean, aquarium etiquette is a fine idea, but not today. Um, The hardest thing is aquarium,
0: one, don't laugh at the dumb names people give fish.
1: Okay, okay, wait a minute. Two,
0: don't point at fish and go, that's the stupidest looking fish I've ever seen. It's really hard not to do over and over again, because it's like each fish looks stupider than the
1: last. Remember it was how I one said. We're, shaped like a triangle. We we're not doing aquarium etiquette oh, right, today. You're right, you're right, you're right. We are going to be talking about colonial courtship and weddings.
0: Is it as cringy as I assume? No, actually. Oh, thank god.
1: Actually not. Okay. Actually not very cringy. Um
0: and you guys might not know this. Teresa and I are married to each other. We are. That's true. So that qualifies us to both talk about and judge any marriage we see. No, save. it doesn't. No. no.
1: Okay. Um, but so let's let's start in. Let's start in. Shall we? We shall. Okay. Um, the thing about colonial United States—well, uh, it wasn't wasn't United States back then. No, um, it was
0: the divided states.
1: It was quite large, so there were differing customs according to where you were. But in general, uh-huh. there was. There was this thing called the revolution, Um, and so... Speak on that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I tried to explain
0: that to BB2, and I was like, I don't know, man. (laughs) Check in with me again when you're in sixth grade, and I'll try. I know a dude rode a horse, but he didn't really, and other people did, and there was this woman who actually rode the horse, but they don't talk about her because women... (laughs)
1: Um, so, during the revolution, there was a lot of um, anti-monarchy, right? So, anything That's that kind was...
0: That's the whole point of it. Uh, right? Yeah.
1: Anything that was from the old yeah, world... Yeah, boo! <laughs> boo! Uh, anything that was from the old world was bad. So, we wanted to make things new. Um, and so, marriage and courtship that had largely in, you know... England, been about... Yeah, boo. Boo.
0: Real stankers. Not now, maybe. I don't know. I haven't read a paper in a few days.
1: (laughs) Um, uh, Where marriage was a, a partnership... Almost like a business transaction. Yeah, um, we've
0: talked about that before. We talked yeah. about that a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right
1: in the new world, we had the youths had new ideas. Well, and
0: that actually also makes sense because one of the things we talk a lot about whenever we're talking about English courtships is you had a lot of like new money, old name marriages. Mm-hmm. And in America, because it was so young and so new, you didn't really have that. Like, well, he's the son of the prime minister or whatever, right? So this was like, I don't know, man. Will you move out of the house and leave me alone?
1: Sounds great. <laughs> there was definitely money at play. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Um, but the idea was that people who wanted to build a republic were supposed to be, you know, equal and sure. they were supposed to be able to both contribute to a marriage as opposed to the idea of like the husband being the oppressive force and the wife being the submissive force. Right?
0: I also think it's important now just to, uh, just put the tiger on the table and yell at it as long as they were white and straight. Right? Like, yeah. Okay. Yes. Cause we're talking about like colonial marriages and as progressive as it gets, it ain't going to be progressive.
1: There is something to be said, though, about the idea of the common law marriage, which took place in a lot of rural communities, which basically was like, "We are married because we say we are married." Sure. Not because of any like magistrate we or law have or anything someone like to that. Do it exactly. So it was enough to just kind of hold hands and say, "We're married now." Everybody agrees. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty cool. But anyway, so there was this thing called the companionate marriage, um, which is a very long word that seems like it shouldn't be a word, but. Companionate? No. Companionate. Um, And so. In fact, I think you made it up.
0: Accuse. Not true. Okay. Not true. So. I tried to think of the word challenge and it didn't come. (laughs) So I said accuse. (laughs) That's not it. You don't do that in Scrabble. You're not Mm -hmm. like, what's that Mm -hmm. word?
1: (laughs) Accuse. So the idea was that it would be a loving re- partnership governed by affection rather than fear. Gross. Jokes. These okay. are the jokes, yeah. you guys.
0: I love my wife very much. <laughs> that doesn't deserve not <laughs> What a bold statement.
1: Uh, this, uh, the thing about it, um, that was not, you know, all like, super awesome was that the woman was still considered the center of uh, like virtue right in the marriage and was is very genderfied um, as more kind of like the person who would bring the moral center together right which is another thing that we see a lot if you listen to our show before we see a lot in the Victorian era they're as gonna well. fix the man exactly get in there
0: and fix him this right. wastrel that's a word right <laughs> Oh no, I hope this whole episode doesn't turn into is that a word or not? I think it is already. Oh no.
1: Um and so the idea was if you built a marriage together, you uh-huh. could better each other, you could better the republic.
0: Sure, that makes sense. Please stop saying republic though cuz it feels like Star Wars. <laughs> but this is how the cl- I know, but you have to see it from my point of view, babe. I've only got 3 reference points.
1: Sorry, it's going to keep happening. Oh,
0: no, But what will Yoda think
1: of our marriage? I would like to read an excerpt from a, a correspondence between um, two cousins, one who is recently married and one who is against the institution. Dear cousin, I have now changed my name and instead of liberty, must subscribe wife. I have been married to my dear Charles these three months, and I can freely acknowledge that I never knew happiness till now. To have a real friend to whom I can communicate my secrets and who on all occasions is ready to sympathize with me is what I never before experienced. All these- Bummer. Well, and, and they have clearly found it through I, marriage. I'm, I'm
0: glad now, but what about before?
1: His principal care seems to be to do everything possible to please me.
0: All right. That's very and Wink, sweet. wink. <laughs> uh,
1: all right. You have often spoke contemptuously of the married state, and I believe your reasons were that most of those whom you knew were unhappy. But that is an erroneous way of judging. I was designed by the Almighty. There was still a very puritanical... Ooh. There were lots of very puritanical churches all around. Not like around. now. That men and women should live together in a state of society, that they should become mutual helps to each other. So I okay. think that this, was a, this is a very good, like, I, like rounding of this ideal. Okay, right? but there's also a cynical
0: part of me that pictures the husband standing over her shoulder like, Now put that you, I'm great. Right? Right then I'm great, and, you, and you've never been happier. I like that, yeah. You
1: know what this actually reminded me of? And I know that you love the musical 1776. I do, yes. This actually reminded me of the the different songs that John and Abigail sing to oh, each yeah. other. Right? I it's thought the best it, part of that show. It's wonderful. Except
0: for the part where the young kid thinks about his friend dying on the battlefield. Other than that. Oh,
1: okay, but that's not... Part of what John and now Ab- that'd
0: be wild if you were bringing that up now.
1: Abigail, <laughs> saying to each other, yeah. But they talk about how they are equals and how, and they have this kind of like sparring relationship. And I think that that is very indicative of courtship and marriage at the time among you know upper class people because upper class white straight people, upper class white straight people. Thank you. Yes, and that is what they were. Yes, they were. Um, and so. This did put a little bit of pressure on those youths who were very idealistic, Mm -hmm. right? Um, But it would be... It's not exactly the kind of pressure that you think about as, like, speaking of premarital sex. Were we? Yes.
0: I don't remember that.
1: Um, I
0: think I would remember that.
1: Go on. It was no secret that premarital sex was occurring... Um, Yeah. 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 Um, But at this point in history... It would be
0: wild if it was a secret, (laughs) right, to anyone. If there was one person who was like, wait, it's still happening, but we said not to. So, but they're still doing it? No.
1: At this point in history, you were allowed to pursue, um, let's say, like, unchaperoned events right there mm. were there were people mixing all the time so Ooh. you could go like sledding or boating oh, yeah, on the river could. Uh-huh. or you uh, could slow
0: down i am heating up over here
1: you could go riding together these activities were permitted as part of courtship right um and Did you hear
0: about john he goes sledding with everyone stay away from him that guy he's a real sled
1: Another thing in, in courting is uh, one could exchange flower bouquets because the language of flowers was still very big oh, at right, this yeah, time, yeah, yeah. right? And we have a whole episode on that. Um, but one that was, uh, was very common were pansies uh, because they I feel symbolized- like halfway through the
0: show, you should switch to this sign because I feel like this part of the audience hasn't been getting any of the goods. I'll just do this for the rest That's of the show. That's not my
1: fault. Pansies symbolized tender thoughts. They got enough. You're right.
0: I got enough. Go on. Isn't that
1: sweet? Tender thoughts?
0: Which one meant like, yeah, it's fine. (laughs) 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 I got you a bunch of grass.
1: Well, um, so one of the other courtship, I would say, rituals um, was something called bundling
0: no, wait. I know this, I okay. think. Because okay. it's in the uh, movie The Patriot, and Heath Ledger goes to visit his beloved, so they sewed him into a bag uh-huh. so that he couldn't sneak out and have relations with their daughter. But then they put some, like, ink in her teeth so they could tell they were smooching And then in the morning, oh yeah, he had some ink on his teeth. Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, yeah. And the mom says to the dad, why do I remember so much of this? The mom says (laughs) to the dad, or uh, one of them says, let's hope you're a better sewer than your mother. And it's like, oh, okay. Ooh, wink, wink. But she wasn't. Well. (laughs) Or alternatively, she snuck into the room and made out with a man in a bag.
1: (laughs) Weird. I mean, if it's your thing. (laughs) Okay, so if you haven't seen The Patriot, um, basically what happens is... was your date?
0: He never got out of the bag. It was awesome.
1: (laughs) What happens is...
0: I could walk away at any
1: time. What was he going to do? They, uh, the two people are bound uh, from their feet to their waist in a heavy sack, and they are placed in usually the parent's bed because that is the bed that has the most width to it for two people. Um, and then a thick wooden board is placed between the two of them.
0: If you play different music under this, this would not be okay to discuss on this show.
1: I don't know what you're talking about.
0: Okay, I'll, I'll do the music. You keep talking.
1: Um. So,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Place after, the board, after dinner, uh, everyone was uh, the the two teens. Usually, were placed in there. Yeah, it'd be weird if they bags. were like thirty six. <laughs> and uh, I mean, separate bundling bags. Obviously, right? um, obviously, that'd be weird if
0: it was like, listen, we don't want you guys to have premarital sex, so we sewed you into a bag together.
1: It it was a very constrictive sleepover, but you did have. The the most! Hey, you know that kids, when they sleep over, don't
0: get sewn into their sleeping bags, right?
1: But everybody got out Uh, there. I get it. Let me tell you. So, this was kind of on the outside, it was supposed to be a test of virtue. Could these two young lovers stand one night apart where they could not physically be together? (laughs) Um, also not that great of a test though but it was also kind of a loophole because like I said everybody pretty much knows that premarital sex happens so one way to to kind of, like, make yourself respectable in the community. Oh, you do the bundling. Is you do the bundling after you guys are actually, like, together, right? You do the bundling, and you're like, oh, well, I mean, now they have to get married, right? We've done the whole thing. Oh, well, okay. And so this, all of this was just kind of, oh, they just couldn't help themselves. They love each other this too much. This is a show. Exactly, exactly. Okay. The bundling it. was the show, exactly. Okay. There are some statistics that, as Go many on. as. I love, love a statistic. Yes. As many as one in three young colonial women were pregnant during their nuptials.
0: Yeah. But that's the other thing. Isn't it wild to think like we have this new country and we're like gonna fight the British and like we're trying to form this new country? Mm-hmm. But we need to be careful about like getting pregnant and having babies. You would think that it would be like, yeah, man, be exactly. fruitful and multiply. We got to like, we got people who work the farms. Go ahead, yeah, my dude. Sure. Yeah,
1: man. So bundling was kind of more of an insurance policy than it was. It was a show. Was.
0: No, it's not an insurance policy. It's because we're puritanical, but also got needs.
1: Um, and weird side note. These what? It hasn't already been weird? <laughs> These bundling beds were actually quite popular, even among people who are not considered married age, because if they you were-
0: were into it. No. Oh, okay. I mean, maybe. <laughs> yeah.
1: But also, um, if you were going to take in a traveler, perhaps... You would sew him into a bag? Exactly. You would... <laughs> you would use the bundling bed. Hey,
0: listen, I know how this is going to sound, and it's not you, but I am going to need to sew you a a bag. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, 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 of course. <laughs> so that you could feel safe. I've, I've
0: been sewn into bags all over this country. With yeah. a
1: lodger I get it. Look at me.
0: Amongst your children. Yeah, no, listen, I'd get sewn in a bag. Look at how I'm dressed and my whole thing, my everything. <laughs> you would sew me in a bag from the moment I got there to the moment I left. I'd hop out. It's fine. I get it.
1: Well, but you still had a warm place to sleep. A and bag. You, a... <laughs> and a oh, roof this over is a your comfy head.
0: bag. Can I just say? And I'm not just blowing smoke. Best back I've ever been sewn into. Is this velvet? <laughs> hey, sorry, Travis and Teresa of the past. Uh, I hate to interrupt, but it's me, Travis of the future. or I guess the present. Actually, the past, right? Because I'm recording this and then it won't go out for a couple of days. Man, time sure is quirky. Anyways, I have a question for you. Do you have what it takes to hunt a killer? Now wait, before you panic, I don't mean like in real life, right? Because two, there's two types of people that just responded to that question. People who are like, yeah, man. Yeah, just point them at me. I'm, I'm a hound dog, I got him. And then the people are like, no, no thank you. Well, either way, right? You can have the tenacity to Hunt a killer, but not have to actually worry about your physical form in any way, thanks to the sponsor of this week 's episode, hunt a killer it's a mystery entertainment company that creates immersive murder mystery games. You can examine the evidence, eliminate suspects, catch the killer with immersive engaging storylines. They really are immersive when we talk about immersive, this is uh not just like you know in your mind you're immersed in it you get lots of physical objects so there's letters there's uh guidebooks you get pamphlets there's stuff it feels like you've actually been to a crime scene like you've been uh you know going around the city collecting clues it feels like you're actually going through evidence lockers and all of this stuff it's amazing sometimes even digital evidence uh it's really really cool um it's great for date nights or family game nights or even just playing by yourself it scratches this itch I have of, I love uh, like murder mysteries and I love uh, listening to them. I love watching them. I've always had this feeling of like, I'll be good at this. I could do this. And you know, up to a certain point, that's true. And then I hit a point where I'm like, oh, I need help on this. And I get to like rope in my friends and call people and talk to people who are also doing these events. They're super fun. And listen, listen, I know whatever you have in your mind as you're like thinking about the stuff that comes in this box, it's amazingly like high quality and cool. And if it feels or sounds cool to you to do this, trust me, you won't be disappointed. So head over to Hunt a Killer at bit.ly slash Hunt a Killer underscore Schmanners, right? And use Schmanners for 10% off your order of immersive murder mystery games today. One more time, thank you, Hunt a Killer, for sponsoring this episode. We love it. Bit.ly slash Hunt a Killer underscore Schmanners. And use offer code Schmanners for 10% off your order. And before we let you go, oh, I'm so excited. This week, right? This week, no. Well, so you're listening to this on Friday at the earliest, right? So in seven days, we are going to be in Columbus doing My Brother, My Brother and Me. On May 19th, My Brother, My Brother, and Me in Columbus, May 20th, Taz in Columbus, and then May 21st, My Brother, My Brother, and Me in Milwaukee, some of my favorite places. Can I tell you what I'm really excited about? Uh, at least two out of three of the Magroy brothers can drive to Columbus. It's going to be a good energy show because we won't have been traveling. We won't have been doing that. Not to say the other places aren't great. But we get to drive in and do it, and I'm really excited about it. So if you want to come see those shows in Columbus, if you want to come see the show in Milwaukee, go to bit.ly slash Tours. Get your tickets now, and we'll see you there. Back to the show. Hey, it's John Moe, inviting you to listen to Depression Mode with John Moe, where I talk about mental health and the lives we live with all kinds of people. Famous writers. David Sedaris, welcome to Depression Mode. Thanks so much for having me. Movie stars. Jamie Lee Curtis, welcome to Depression Mode.
1: I am happy to be here. Musicians. I am in St. Paul, Minnesota. I'm talking to Amy Mann. Great to talk
0: to you. And song exploders. Rishi Keish welcome to Depression Mode. Thanks so much for having me. Everyone's opening up on Depression Mode on Maximum Fun.
1: Okay, let's talk about some of the, the marriage customs now. Please, yes. Sometimes, like I said, it was just the two people and usually someone in the community that was like, yep, I was there, I saw them do that. Not, no, not the bundling, the, the marriage.
0: Oh, but the, if you're into it, I'm more bundle-adjacent. <laughs>
1: Oh, Lord. So they could be very intimate affairs, but they could also be like a party, right? Marriages. Marriages.
0: <laughs> We're not letting it go.
1: Of course not.
0: Me and my fellow bagos.
1: <laughs> Some of the, um, the marriage wedding foods that you might be served Can at I a was, wedding. No, they include... didn't have
0: jealousy at this point, right? No.
1: Not, I mean, I suppose you could, but that was a very, like, labor-intensive thing. You would use calf's foot and aspic and all this kind I'm of just stuff. trying to
0: see if I could get, I mean, there's definitely a punch. We've established that. Yes, punch. Punch. We did a whole episode on punches. For those who don't know, a Long Island iced tea, that is, like, the equivalent of what punches were in, like, colonial America, where it was, like, no joke. It was, like, five different kinds of alcohol and a little bit of juice.
1: Um, But you would also expect to see, especially in this area, oysters, fish, Uh uh, potatoes, pumpkin casserole, and then um, the wedding cake or the the different cookies, which is very interesting. Oh, is it? Indeed.
0: I'm intrigued.
1: So this is where we see the bride's cake and the groom's cake. The groom's cake would be a simple spiced cake covered in white icing, uh, that would be eaten at the celebration. Whereas the bride's cake was usually kind of like a fruit cake, and you would save that for your anniversary. Okay. Right? We, we tried
0: we tried to we save really a tried. top layer and it got so like freezer burn. It was really bad. <laughs> that there was simply no consuming. We, just it. we tried, it. I think, one by each and we're going Ugh! <laughs> the whole time. It was not romantic.
1: Um, here is a very interesting tradition. So, so nutmeg is a spice that is, is actually. Okay. That is actually a ground nut, right? So you have the nut and you kind of, you can you use... You can
0: like buy the nut hole and then you use a little, it looks like a cheese grater, but it's A microplane. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah.
1: yeah, you can use a microplane. So this uh, was hidden in the wedding cake, a lot like you see like the king cake, Get right? out. So this was hidden. It was a game? It was a game. <gasps> and whoever got... A
0: deadly game, if you don't know. If you're not ready
1: and you're like, oh, oh grandpa got the nutmeg. Uh, Whoever got it was said to be the next to Mary.
0: Or the next to Barry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) For our listeners at home, he just did the the celebratory celebratory two-hand shake.
0: Which is a weird thing to do out of context.
1: Here's something that I thought was very interesting. So today, when we think of wedding cakes, we think of a tiered event. Sure we do, yes. Right, that's the the picture that everybody has. And this is something that probably started in this era, but not with cake. It was sugar cookies.
0: Yeah, because the tiered cake didn't happen until Queen
1: Victoria. A little bit after.
0: We'll argue about this offstage. Anyway. These are the only things Teresa and I argue about.
1: So, um, you would have the the small cookies all kind of iced in the, in the white icing, the uh-huh. royal-ish icing. I'm not quite sure what the ingredients were, but you would have these small sugar I doubt it was cookies. royal
0: icing. We were very anti-monarchy. Oh, you know, you're right. They were just called like every man's icing or something.
1: <laughs> Republican icing.
0: I know what you mean, but ew. No, Republican.
1: A republic is a type of. No, government. I know what a
0: republic is, but I also know what a republican is.
1: <laughs> okay. All right.
0: I feel like there are like three people spread out there out the crowd who are like, well, I'm leaving.
1: Um, so these were stacked in tiers and. Oh, my gosh. If you wanted everyone to take one, people usually took two or three. So you <laughs> you often would stack them uh, quite abundantly, yeah. a lot of these little cakes. Um, and then let's talk about how you would dress for a wedding. Um, obviously, it depended on your socioeconomic status, sure. what kind of clothing you would wear. But very interestingly... I
0: would do the same thing I do to every wedding, white oh, yeah. dress.
1: I mean... That would be fine at this time. What? Because the wedding colors... Hey,
0: hey, you know the color would be fine. But if I rolled up in 1776 in a white dress, everyone wouldn't be like, nice. I don't know. Maybe they would. They wouldn't! You do know they wouldn't!
1: We've referenced
0: numerous times our and They wouldn't be like, actually, he's really pulling it off.
1: Maybe you look really good.
0: I would. Hey, that's not in doubt. It's... (laughs) Okay.
1: Anyway, um, so at this point in history, the popular wedding dress colors were yellow and blue. Huh. Yeah. Um, and so it would be the kind of, um, when you think about a wedding dress or you think about a dress at this time, it would have large um, side bundles, right? It would be a little bit, I mean, it would definitely be wider than deeper. Um, and then you would have the overdress, which is usually like a kind of coat looking dress. And at the front, you would have the front plate of the, of the dress kind of where the corset look would come in.
0: It's interesting. I'm trying to figure out why yellow and blue, because I know that blue for a long time, until like 1940, was like seen as a very feminine color, and red was the masculine color, and it's why it used to be light blue for girls and pink for boys, Mm -hmm. because it was the subdued red. I wonder why yellow, though?
1: Well, they symbolized loyalty and constancy.
0: So, people made that up, is what you mean. I mean, yeah. People make everything up. They didn't symbolize anything.
1: (laughs) People make everything up. Sure. That's
0: a- whoa. That's deep, babe.
1: Let's talk about party games. So at-
0: ministers' cat. You know minister's no, no, cat.
1: wedding party games. Oh, okay. So um, today we have things like the garter toss. If you're into that, there's the bouquet toss. If you're into that, there's um, the
0: baby toss, and that's no, gone out of fashion. I don't a lot. think anybody's into
1: that. Um, But these, the games of the day, were called The Bride's Ransom, which is not what you think it is. And The Stocking Toss. And Kill
0: the Groom. (laughs) It's
1: not like that, you guys. Basically, the groomsmen were trying to steal the bride's shoe.
0: Oh, so it's worse. No, just her shoe. Yeah, that's not weird at all. Not going after a young woman's foot.
1: Well, I mean... If- Not
0: that there's anything wrong with that, <laughs> yeah. as long as the consent is in play. I don't care if it's foot or bags or whatever, as long as consent's in play. When you- don't sew anyone into a bag against their will. If there's one thing you take away from this Schmanners show, consensual bundling, which is also what you do with Allstate.
1: <laughs> anyway... Really? Really? I earned it. Um, so the, the groomsmen would try and steal the bride's shoe, and then they would hold it for ransom. And the, groom, and the groom would
0: be like, guys, not cool. The
1: groom had to pay to give it back to his new wife.
0: Pay actual money? I mean, yeah. It's not A easy. A time in your life when you need the most money. It There's is- like two times when everyone agrees. There's three, right? Graduation, marriage, and baby. And everyone's like, we should help them.
1: It's not easy to steal a shoe. I can see how, if you, you would Are you want some coffee. Anyway, um, so there was also the stocking toss, which is kind of like the bouquet toss, only a little backwards. So the, everyone would
0: toss their stockings no, at the bride. Sort bury of bury her
1: alive. What? Actually, yes. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> The bridesmaids or any eligible ladies of the day who are hoping to participate, they would form a circle around the bride who was blindfolded. They would form a circle uh, with their backs to the bride, and they would take their stocking off and kind of roll it so that you have like a little ball at the top, And they'd right? put
0: quarters in it.
1: No. And they would toss it over their shoulder, and whomever hit the bride was the next to marry. Get out. No. (laughs) That's it. That's it. It's kind of like... woo. Okay. Backwards bouquet toss, sort of. I
0: notice no one's messing with the groom in either of these games. If anything, it's the groom going, come on, guys. Give her her shoe back, you pervs. I mean, it
1: sounds like they are messing with the groom. No. So.
0: Yes. So, (laughs) a man into a bag.
1: (laughs) So, what, okay, all right. So, what do you think? Do you like the idea of colonial marriage? F- What's your rating as far as scale oh, of one this to is ten? interesting.
0: Okay, scale of one to ten? Yeah. I actually put it up there with some of the marriage styles we've discussed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it loses points for the like, well, you've got to come in and be like the moral you know, compass, and, yeah, listen, every husband wants to gamble his money away or drink all night, and you got to whip him. That loses points. Okay. But the, like, marrying for love mm-hmm. and fun and then being, that raises points. I'm going to say... Uh, like an eight out of ten. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's high. I mean, it, I like the idea of everyone acknowledging. Like, there's a, there's a lot of theater here of like, yeah, man, they're being very conservative, and they're <laughs> definitely not, mm, you know. And everyone's like, okay, and I'm like that's fine. Uh, uh-huh. I get that. Mm-hmm. I would love it if people didn't throw their socks at the bride <laughs> or try and steal her shoe. Uh, I've been dancing all day. Let me throw my sock. <laughs> <laughs> the bride is a weird why is it ever like yeah and then we compete to see who can give the bride the most comfortable pillow
1: <laughs> it's never like it's that.
0: never that who could give her the best gift certificate to a massage <laughs> like why isn't that but uh yeah i'm gonna say eight out of ten
1: i think that my reasoning i would i would probably give it a seven because an, a-
0: that's what i meant to say i meant seven
1: it does, it does definitely depend on your your um, locale and your socioeconomic status, sure. whether or not you felt like this was something that you could willingly participate in or not. Sure. Um, but I, I think that just the kind of like youthful idealism of uh, marrying for love and relationship and, you know, this is something that we see... The pendulum that we talk about in culture moves so slow on this fact because marriage has been throughout history so much of a business transaction. Sure,
0: woman is property. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: yeah. And that this is a really great move in the right direction toward and it mutual respect. Forever. No, no, oh. it didn't but what a great note to end the episode <laughs> but on. it's a it's oh. a it's a good it's a good start toward that and you know swing. America's
0: just been so progressive ever since and just
1: hey, am, that's gonna do it for I us am tonight. not the one bringing this down right now it's you
0: oh sorry I forgot which timeline I was in sorry <laughs> everyone hey <laughs> that's gonna do it for us tonight thank you for being here I I will be back out after intermission, but let's hear it for Teresa. Thank
1: you.
0: Uh, if you enjoyed this, you can find Schmanners, S-H-M-A-N-N-E-R-S, uh, on Max Fun or wherever podcasts are found. And I think that's going to do it for us. So join us again next week.
1: No RSVP required.
0: You've been listening to Schmanners.
1: Schmanners, Schmanners. Get it.